106.5 WFMP, this is Community Control. Now, the show seeking democratic community control of public institutions with a particular interest in the U.S. policing apparatus. I'm your host, Vincent Gonzalez. Doing 80 in the 35, Michael T, man. Say what's up to the people. What's up, people? Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, welcome to the squad, Nisha. Stay in the building here. How you doing? I'm up. I'm up. I'm good. Yeah, that's what's up. Community Control Now seeks to end the rampant abuses by the state, which greatly target persons of color and the economically disadvantaged. Community Control Now believes in all power to all oppressed people all over the world. For today's show, we're going to look at public safety in light of some of the recent events that have occurred in our city. I'll try to come up with some solutions to public safety outside of the current means that we have. And hopefully we can have a dialectical discussion about these things here. Um, so let's get into it here. So about roughly a week or so ago, there was an incident on a bus stop in West Louisville. A person drove up to, with a car and uh, shot at teenagers waiting for the bus in the morning. One of the uh, young men was murdered. Um, two other were shot. And um, are expected to survive. And so there was an outcry after that. People, were, <laughs> as, as they should, um, were just abhorred. It, it really shook a lot of people, especially in the, in the West Louisville community, to their core. Um, just want to get into it. So I know you were, uh, Kanisha, you were adjacent to the young man. Who was murdered? Um, you know, what's what's kind of going on in your neck of the woods with that? Um, we have a lot of conversations. We have been since we've lived in the West End, but when there's these incidents that are closer to our proximity, kind of mama goes on high alert, and there's a whole new rule of security and protection because it it doesn't matter anymore whether you're in it or not. Everybody's getting touched by it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you personally knew the child, and um, I had counseled him uh, for a brief amount of time mm. years ago. So you know, these when you're a part of your community, you know these these. It's not just a story on the news. You know these things. They they you know, it's very personal. So, um, I don't know, Michael T. What are some of the thoughts you've had? When you saw that, uh, you saw that news story. Hmm. Well, like uh, so many people in this community, you know, I was uh, really disturbed about that. And as you know, I've been asking you and others as to, you know, what's the cause of this. And as you're telling me that a lot of this is a spillover from contradictions and antagonisms that are, are occurring online. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so the role of social media. In so many of these incidents, we've had uh, 20-some-odd persons under the age of 17 be murdered in this town. We are um, heading towards a record uh, homicide year once again. And, um, yeah, so it, it comes down to, you know, words being exchanged on this social media platform. And, you know, it's... it's it's converting to violence. Um, 
you know, it's 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 um, you would think something is publian is you know, a post on somebody's profile, you know, can can lead to a young person losing their life. Mm-hmm. So if that is the case, do you think monitoring? And I'm not talking about the police. Uh, but monitoring if this is that bad mm-hmm. and, and it's originating on social media, yeah. perhaps there needs to be a force that monitors that and yeah. discerns, okay, this is getting out of hand. You know, yeah. the, the dialogue here is reaching the breaking point and there's going to be something bad that's going to happen. I agree. And let's, well, let's, let's flesh that out a little bit further. And I like how you said at first, like, this, is, this goes outside of the police here. So we, we are... Uh, Somewhat deviating from our regularly scheduled program, but I hope to, that we recenter it back here. <laughs> um, you know, we do we, we seek the abolition of the police system as yes. we know it. But this is intercommunal violence. This is this is you know people um, dealing with in in, in in this targeted case. We're talking about young people, teens, are their their, their methods of conflict resolution mm-hmm. being put to challenge and these, you know, horrendous results uh, ensue. So for some people, some people can get kind of lost in the shuffle here and, um, you know, this sort of either or fallacy. Well, you know, they can't control themselves. And like you said, like I've heard that as a, as a solution to, you know, there should be people, the parents, the parents. I always hear that. That's the first thing. Boom. It starts in the home. The parents, the mm-hmm. parents, the parents. You know, they should be monitoring the social media and everything with that. You know, you should know everything. Number one, let's look at the practicality of that. Mm-hmm. In the modern day society, mm-hmm. the role of capital in that where single uh, single parent mm-hmm. household, you're working all the time. Yes. The, the degree of monitoring and, and these new technologies that... You can conceal your intentions on, mm. you know what I mean? Like, you're a parent of, uh, of some teenagers. How, like, how practical is that to know what your kid's up to in every, you know, mm-hmm. waking moment here? Um, one of the, I have a few moments where I boast on parenting because I don't know what I'm doing. But one of the things <laughs> of I do, do. Know, one of us. the things I do know um, that I do, and I know a lot of parents that do it, um, with any of my younger ones, because everybody has phones, anything they download is on my phone. Mm. Um, you have the family then, link? No, it's just the Google account that I yeah, get to see. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there's a, there's a family But also, yeah, yeah, like with the older here. ones, um, so my middle child is 12 and up, from 12 to 19, 12, 16 and 19. He's 19. They all know. I'm feeling some kind of way. I'm in a bad mood. Phone check. So unlock your phone and give it to me. <laughs> I'm going to go sit outside for a minute. Yeah. And if there's anything wrong on this phone, disconnect. It's very simple. Yeah. I don't need to go. And, and what the, what I've done, and I've done this around this, around 12, is I start the conversation of these are the things you can do on this phone. Mm-hmm. Don't make me regret that because I can take that away. It's not yeah. a necessity. It's a privilege. And it, that he's 19, and, and he's been grinded off that phone for two weeks. He just told me this morning, Mom, I'm 19. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to pay this phone bill? Yeah. I mean, so But I also want to say, though, because everyone always says parents, but I always counter with, not everybody has those parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do we do for those babies that don't yeah. have those parents? And that's, that's a very beautiful, beautiful point um, that, there, you know, there are some 
uh, remedies that we can do on the individual level, but you you gotta you gotta know what's going on, and how does that uh, sort of uh, make up for the kids who do not have that? You, they're still interacting mm-hmm. with those kids that mm-hmm. you know maybe have that degree mm-hmm. of social control. I was somewhat um, I, I I somewhat combat because I know the the um, the dog whistle of the parents. It's usually um, Many times it has a a, a racist mm-hmm. overtone to it. It yes. depends on who's saying it. And even from persons within the community, if you don't have a critical analysis of these things, mm. you'll immediately go towards a sort of moralistic lens of the people who uh, can't uh, control or, you know, who don't have a good handle on what their kids are up to. Mm-hmm. Um, you could somewhat lean into that easily. <coughs> if, it's, if we're talking about... Um, Children of color, and and you sort of lean into that a little bit too hard. The only other analysis that you can have is 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 one of a racist means. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. where that's why I somewhat. But we know of that, like the consequentialism of, you know, there are things that you can do mm-hmm. to somewhat mitigate that. Not all the time, mm-hmm. and not you know what I mean, but. It requires a concerted effort. It requires yes. you you have some sort of dealings with your trauma, and that you don't traumatize your children. That you uh, is uh, as a budding uh, masters of social work <laughs> candidate. Do you know this is we teach they teach this uh, when you learn how to be a therapist. What is the number one factor of um, any sort of positive benevolent outcomes that you have in your interactions with someone you didn't tell me we were doing a pop quiz I know it was I'm a pop on, quiz you didn't I'm study not on for that this. chapter well, yet I'm sorry guess. well tell us the number two then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay hold on ask yeah. me the question again so what is the number one factor for how strongly you relate to someone uh, I just gave away the answer a little bit in my in my question but the so relationship? The, uh, bingo. Let's give her, uh, tell her give what she's masters. one, Pat. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> give her the masters here. What are we talking about? The relationship. So if you don't have an attachment, if you don't have a relationship oh, yeah. with your kid or anyone else that you seek to um, have an understanding with, mm-hmm. all you can know all the tricks of the trade. That's building resiliency. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, how you building build resiliency. resiliency. That's what it, it starts with. And some, and then, you know, we know about knowing what we know of attachment. Some it's 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 a lot easier said than done. Mm. You know, it's it's it, it causes it takes time, time that our society does not give. You don't get. There's no mm-hmm. check for being a parent. Mm. There's no. But let me ask no this. Uh, yeah, what's your now, for those who have some expertise in that, and I agree with you. You know, every parent doesn't have the expertise in that. I'm from a generation we didn't even have to deal with that mm. social media. Yes. I mean, you know, that's just it's a whole new development. But since we do have to deal with that, you know, and uh, I have grandkids, which means I got kids, well, a kid who is dealing with that. What kind of models can we come up with, you know, those who have expertise in therapy, you know, who have those relationships, who are trying to do what you said, what kinds of things can we put out there to people and say, okay, I know you're having some difficulty 
And this is leading to some real serious contradictions, but this is a model of how to deal with it. Yeah. So Nisha, if you want it. You got any thoughts on that? And then I'll kind of put my spin on that. Uh, it's it's so complex. Um, I know I know parents I know a lot of parents that are dope parents, but I know we all know those parents that are not. But what we tend to do is point the finger and accuse instead of reaching, pulling that parent in and, and bringing that, that community. Because I know when, the way I parent is how I was raised, the, the stuff they did right. And so if I know a young person that isn't making good choices and isn't going the right path, I may have to distance my kids from them, but I'm going to be their friend on Instagram. And they're probably going to hear from me if I see or hear something that makes me worry. Because mm-hmm. I can't bring you in in that space. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to let someone know, if you need something, I can be here. Yeah. But I can't be here for all of that mm-hmm. until you're ready to let me. So goes back to the relationship here. To um, answer your question, um, there are things out there. There are There is a, uh, albeit nowhere near the level of influence, but there are... Persons who uh, are putting out, you know, that sort of trying to create these communities, putting out the information of, of you know, benevolent ways to use these things. Because, you know, social media has its, uh, you know, it has its credits to, you know, it helps build it. You know, we, we've attributed as uh, the reason why the uprising occurred. So much mm-hmm. of that happened on social media. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, to but. It's it's froth with all these contradictions. Exactly. So there are people that are trying to seek to you know make it a better place, but I think if we do not have that relationship, mm. we do not have that relationship with our community. Yes. And they see you and they know that you're someone who is serious mm-hmm. about and, and someone that's worth listening to. There's a lot of people talking. How many of them are worth listening to? Yeah. And the young you people know? know who's not they worth know, listening uh, to. Real recognize real out here. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's what they who see in the streets. Their best interest who at heart. Who has their best mm-hmm. interest at heart. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's it's also, you know, there's there's the immaturity of young life where some of those, you know, messages sounds like a Fat Albert episode. <laughs> that, you know, nobody wants to be preached at. So it's how you say it, what you're saying, and are you there? With them in the struggle. Mm-hmm. So I think there's so many factors to it. I, I propose um, some sort of like a huddle up, a huddle up of like, the, you know, regardless if, if a kid has and it. And these things are um, there's a degree of uh, impressionability with it. So if you package a benevolent force, I feel like it's my, you know, throw out my solution here. You package a benevolent force of like concerned adults and uh, kids who want to make a change because I've, I've talked to so many beautiful kids who they know this is wrong and they know that this isn't like this isn't the way here mm-hmm. um, if you package it in such a way that they can they can gravitate towards it it's centered to you know their needs they they run it talking about the young people here and and you you put forth like answering some of those, uh, concerns that they have, I think it's worth a shot here. I think we can gain some traction. I hope to uh, put together a plan and try to enact it here uh, just to see things. And when I was coming up, there was 101 of those type of plans. My mother was, you know, really? shout out to my mom. She had a good, she had the good fortune to put me in these uh, sort of like, you know, black achievers mm-hmm. and things of that nature. I was in these programs 
but to be honest, I didn't feel connected to him because mm. it there was a degree of ingenuity, you know, that in uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? There was, you know, I felt like the insincerity perhaps was mm-hmm. and not to no no offense to but uh black achievers or anything but just <laughs> these sort of like you know mine is a terrible thing to waste sort of programs because their analysis fell uh, you know too far short to what i felt like needed to be done yeah they you know mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not about putting a suit and tie on and you know going to elocution class or whatever you know they would make us do that's not we need we need like real you know, concrete solutions to these, you know, actual, you know, life or death concerns in this community. Um, before we uh, touch on some of those here, 106.5 WFMP, Community Control Now, Vincent Gonzalez, Michael T, Nisha in the building here. We're talking about public safety in light of the different uh, events going on, the, uh, the bus stop shooting. And we want to see. So this is outside of of um, police matters. We know the police to be woefully inadequate to handle uh, domestic concerns, interpersonal conflicts. They have nothing to do that. And the police chief in this town, she right after this incident happens. Yeah. So I went down to the visual. Um, the police had barricaded the uh, street. Went down to the visual on the bus stop. Um, the uh, sacred community was out there. Uh, they were praying, and you know they wanted to, uh, you know, see it as you know their solution of you know we need prayer in schools. We need people who you know you know watching you know monitor your kids. I I hate to say it, but it's like you know I've heard this song many times from living in this community mm-hmm. and no offense to anybody who, <laughs> who who's a fan of that song I, I want to change a different tune and that's one of the questions I have if I can interject here of these institutions that already exist like the churches you mentioned the sacred community right uh, you know they come out and pray over this and you got other social agencies and uh, you know purely social groups what role are they playing or could they play in this? Mitigating They're, some of the violence. I, th- I used to work for a, an organization through the Metro, through Metro, that was awesome. That was amazingly awesome, but we had the money behind it. What group was that? Um, Reimage through KYCC, Kentucky and yeah, Re- yeah, shout out to Reimage. Um mm-hmm. So what we were able to do, what, because a lot of the programs now, the Boys and Girls Club, Cabbage Patch, um, Black Achievers, they're able to get the youth that aren't at risk. Yes. So they're already getting kids that just want to hang out mm-hmm. or do homework. They're already invested. Mm-hmm. So what we did at Reimage is we got referrals from courts, from youth. Yeah. They weren't invested. Their parents signed up, so it was kind of like, oh, you're mine now. But they weren't invested. However, what we were able to do to buy them in, it was a collection of case managers. 90% of them were black. 75% of them were male. Mm -hmm. We were able to give them incentives. So if you come to this program, we're going to give you a gift card. In the summertime, we would go, we went to holiday work, we would take them out. And these are kids that never left Cecil and Greenwood. Yeah. We would go on college. I remember we took them to TSU. Tough guys. And yeah. you would think these kids were in a, 
Disney World because they, they were like that, all yeah. these black people. It yeah. was beautiful Sometimes just seeing see that yeah. experience for uh -huh. them and that kind of programming. Yeah. We have little sprinkets of it, mm -hmm. but nobody's putting the money behind it because yeah. those are the kids that aren't getting reached. There's yeah. the ones taking the gun to school or letting yeah. them in with the gun mm -hmm. because there's nothing else. They're not doing yeah. that. So else. that's it. The role of capital uh, mm -hmm. weighs mighty in that. Yes, I will say. Um, yes, I think, you know, uh, programs that, you know, have a more uh, pointed solutions of that order that, that are more comprehensive, take the kids that maybe don't get touched by the frontline sort of uh, things, because that's safe, you know, okay? mm -hmm. and of course, yeah, we well, let's throw some dollars at, you know, the kid who's maybe uh, not at not at a high risk. Um, we can deal with him. And this is from my, you know. 17 plus years of being a social worker, mm -hmm. being a part of those programs, I can see where it's like, you know, it's it's a, it's a little bit of light work. The the tough guys, man, those ones, they, man, those babies need love the most, you know? The yes. ones, That's where the real intervention what, has yeah, to be. Yeah. Yeah. How do you reach so, them? And I say once again with that, I see that, like, um, there's, you know, there's, there's strategy and then there's execution. So you can have, like, on paper, this sounds like a good program. Yeah, we're going to uplift and give people imagination to, you know, see their way out of these, um, you know, communities fraught with violence. Uh, there's that. But then I've seen, like, in the execution, is their buy-in from the people that are doing it. If, yeah. the, if the people don't, if the, if the uh, administrators don't believe in it, they think it's all kind of just, you know, uh, knock-around gang type stuff where it's just, you know, everybody goofing off. If you feel like, you know, there's... If you if you this is something contempt for people who are struggling and you're a help you're in the helping profession I see that a lot <clears throat> and I, and quiet is kept I had to struggle with that where and because you know and I worked at a boys home these kids these kids will cause violence on you mm -hmm. you know this those are the ones who need love the most the yeah. ones that will hurt mm -hmm. you <laughs> you know so it's like. How do you how do you kind of fight through that contempt? Mm. It's really hard to give people quality services if you if you uh, secretly despise them. Yeah, you know. So yeah, all these different factors that play a role into this. All I need, all I know is like we got to huddle up. Like this is, I mean, I get, words can't even describe. And what about like the, the churches? Pain. I mean, the you churches. got churches like in every black community yeah. on every corner. Well, the church has lost its role. Uh, or it's it's lost its level of influence mm -hmm. because of the you know most people my age I'm 34 and you know younger mm -hmm. we don't see a high degree of utility in the church homophobic judgmental I see you know mm -hmm. what I mean like we don't there's still some younger people in there uh, but it's not those that's not the ones we not need, the ones to, be that need to be in there mm -hmm. yeah yeah you know it's just it's and then I see that you know. And this is no no offense whatsoever. Praying as a form of meditation to sort of have uh, you know a lamentation or discernment mm -hmm. of these like really difficult things. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't uh, I don't want to take that away from anyone. Mm -hmm. But like, what what's the end goal strategy of mm -hmm. how we? disrupt these systems mm -hmm. we know the role of capital and what it's caused people to you know get into if you we, we spoke on this I'll, I'll talk to you on the phone the other day Mike and it's like if you do not mention 
the role of like the societal roles that that you know causes this level of depravity mm-hmm. if you do not mention that you want to keep it keep it purely moralistic and that's what you know you need jesus it's, <laughs> it's just it's such a, it's such it's such a flagrant write off but my jesus prayed and acted yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i want to but i want to i want to act I want to yeah. act yeah. more yeah. so than yeah. 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 yeah listen i could be i could be acting right now you know what i mean like yep. instead of just you know and that's why i said no offense but when I see too much of that, and, and other people have seen that as well, yes. it's not. There's no uh, a high degree of utility yeah. for most of us. Like we, we're tired of. We don't want to hold hands. We want to like. We, we want to change this thing, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel like some of that is just. I, I find it personally because some of that is like you know. Okay, we'll we'll pray and then. You know, let's go home. What happens next? Yeah, what happens <laughs> next? Yeah, what's the what's the end goal? How is this? How are we going to disrupt these power systems mm-hmm. through that? If that's but shout awesome. out to Stay Shell. Is it Stay Shell with the Hope oh, Bus? Oh yeah, yeah, Hope she Bus. She prayed. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. And then they've been going to the bus stops every beautiful. morning. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if yeah. you but if you don't have enough people, and, and you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, yes. How is that? You know, the sustainability of that. I'm like I said, I'm all all love to praying and everything of that nature. Man, what is our what's our strategy? Yeah. How are we gonna what's our plan? How are we gonna get out of this thing? Yeah. Yes. You know, and I know I know this is we look at history and we see the mass movements mm-hmm. that were able to get some social change. Yes. They were organized. Yes. They had they 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 were they agitated these yeah. systems. Mm-hmm. And had you know, an end goal. We had a philosophy. Had a, it wasn't yeah. just, you know, let's just sing kumbaya. You know, we were uniting for a much broader Ooh. Precise. They put their purpose. They put their <laughs> life on the line. So let's look at the civil rights movement, which was led by the Amerco community. You know, in many, in many ways, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it was, you know, it was frothed in ways to, yeah. you know, we it, it was combat in, in yeah. its own way, not violent. Yeah. Albeit, but it was confrontational. Yeah, they weren't so just wanna, praying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> they were doing more than yeah, that. Yeah, we got to be, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I say cut the middleman out and let's get it going here. You yeah. know, so we, so I want to, you know, I'm, and I ain't trying to be no, you know, tough guy in front of a microphone. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I want to live it how I wrote. And that's, you know, part of my uh, work here, community control now, all the other spaces I throw down there, man. Shout out to PSL. Shout out to the, uh, to the Collect BLM Louisville. Um, we're trying to put our heads together on, on many things. Uh, we uh, are currently working on a gunshot wound care project. So mm-hmm. the individual first aid kits that the uh, um, persons who served in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, what they use to mitigate a gunshot wound, mm-hmm. um, tourniquets, uh, wound packing gauze, things of that nature. I'm trying to put those in the hands of of people on the streets, teach them how to use them, and like figure out because it's like you know survival seeking revolution here. We're not gonna get free if we if you know we we're facing this public health. This is a public health concern. Yes, yes. public we health. Gotta, we got to frame it in that way here. Yes. So I, th- I think some people when I describe this program to them, <coughs> they're a little p- off put mm-hmm. because it's like. Man, it's it's done came to that, and it's like, yeah, it has. Yeah. But that's not. I don't think it's defeatist though. We're not giving up. We're yeah. saying here that like, we got to inspire, man. I, I was out canvassing for it, and I looked at you know I looked, looked these people, and I was I went to uh, Shawnee Park, pulled up to a car show, 
It was a Cadillac car show. I'm <laughs> handing out the flyers, man. I said, hey, you know, I need you to come out, man. It's, uh, they killed two, uh, two 16-year-olds who were murdered, you know, really close to each other on the same block. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just the look at the, the look at their face, you know, and it was just like, man, they, they needed to know that somebody's out here, somebody's listening. Mm. Yeah. You know, somebody's doing something. So yes. just the in, inspiration is, is, is beautful in its own way, but I don't, you know, I want more than that, man. I'm trying to yeah. win. Yeah. And if we don't do something, we know what the default's going to be, the police. Yes. yes, that's it. That's what that's what she's proposing. Uh, the police chief wants a, the police department and JCPS. <laughs> we know the, the, the problems. We, we, we just got the... Uh, the uh, resource officers out of there. So they're But I don't strong. think my issue is people don't know because there's a lot of support for that. And I'm just like, that information needs to go out there. What really happened yes. when they were in our schools? So we need mm-hmm. to come together here. Let's, uh, we're going to keep working at this. Um, yo, community control now. We, we seek to be on the precipice of benevolent solutions here. We say we, 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 are, we are for the abolition of any oppressive institution, police included, and um, we're going to keep fighting for mm-hmm. you. We haven't, we haven't forgotten about y'all. Mm-hmm. Stay in the fight.